Hello again, Pastor Deborah here. And as you can see on my board back here, we're in another lesson of the kingdom of darkness. We've been working through a big, thick book that God had me write years and years ago. So I had to study the kingdom of darkness, the kingdom of ignorance. It's here on planet Earth, and it's in the spirit, soul, and even physical body of a human. It is around the world, sort of like in an air, an atmosphere, around the earth. It's a government system. It's run by a governor called a king. It has a government system. It has punishment and laws and justices all over the world, in humanity's spirit, soul, and body, and in the culture of nations. So Pastor Deborah had to start studying this in order to help people the Lord's way. I had to learn about this other system, the kingdom of darkness. I had to learn it deeply. And in our last video, it was number 11, we had been talking about this guy named Lucifer who had become a beast, an adversary of God named Satan. Because he had gotten lifted up in his heart, full of pride, because he was a glorious creature with glory and radiance coming into it and shining out. But it was not his light. It belonged to his creator, God the Most High. He was a high archangel, one of the three highest ranking angels in heaven. His job was to protect and guard the very presence of the Lord Jehovah himself from any defilement, any sin, rebellion that was trying to come in from any source. He was a protector. But little did he know he would still be that even as Satan, the adversary of God. He keeps humanity who's in a sinful, perverted, wicked state until they are born again, righteous and pure to God. He keeps them away from the presence of God. That's his job. He was always a servant, a helpmate to God. But something happened in him, his beauty. He started looking at himself and thinking, wow, I am so beautiful. I should be up there on the high throne. I should be the king up on the high mountain. I should be the ruler. Look at me. Why am I just a helpmate? He was never to inherit the kingdom. He was never a son, an offspring of this God. He was the son of the morning of the first age. He was filled with wisdom and beauty to help the king run the kingdom. But it all got perverted, and he got cast out from that place like lightning. Down here where we are on earth. But this video is I wanted to read to you a lot of scriptures that talks about what Lucifer lived in when he began, what he lost, what man lived in when they began humanity, what they lost, the presence of the Lord. So I'm going to read a f scriptures to you to give you an idea of what this cherubim, this flaming angel, was to protect what he had, what he lived in, and what he lost. Let's begin. The presence of the Lord. Now remember, this is what this archangel named Lucifer 
was created to protect, defend, and keep all defilement out. So when he got his heart lifted up through pride, haughtiness, jealousy, and hate for the king, this presence, this Lord, he got kicked out. He got snapped out even before he could do anything. He just had thoughts in his heart, and we'll read a lot about that. But let's read and learn about this thing called the presence of the Lord. Exodus 33, 13 through 23, the authorized King James Version. If I look down a lot, it's because I'm reading off some papers where I had written the scriptures out. So please forgive me and be patient and just listen. Verse 13, this is Moses speaking to the Lord Most High God. We're in the Old Testament of the Holy Bible. I use the authorized King James Version. I guess you can use whatever version or translation you have. If you don't have a Bible, there is one that's a video and an audio Bible on the website of agapelovelovesisheres.org. There's a lot of audio Bibles, movies, on YouTube that you can also get and listen to. Now, therefore, I pray you, this is Moses talking, if I have found grace and favor in your sight, show, reveal to me your way. Lucifer was to protect the ways of the Lord. And we have to rediscover them so that I may know you. When you know God's ways... You begin to start to know him. So Moses was asking for this. So that I may find grace and favor in your sight. He was asking him first, do I have favor in your sight? Okay. Now show me your ways that I may know you. So that I may find this grace and favor in your sight. Now this is what Lucifer was protecting. God's ways, his sight, finding and seeking him, knowing where he's at, finding him. And consider that this nation, this people, this was early Israel, is your people. The presence of the Lord has a people, a family. It is made for his family, his people. Lucifer, didn't he sort of knew that, and he was to protect the family. It was protect his presence that was in the people. Psalms 25.4, the authorized King James Version. Verse 4, this is King David of Israel speaking to the Lord Most High God. Show, reveal me your ways, O Lord. Teach me your paths. In the presence of Lord are paths. There's leadership. There's guidance. To help you learn your way in the kingdom of heaven. Which is the very heart of God himself. But he is saying, I need to know that. So Lucifer was protecting these ways of getting to God. Knowing God. Knowing his purposes. Knowing his ways. Lucifer was a protector of God himself. And the one third of the angels that were under Lucifer. That was their job. Back to Exodus 33, 13 through 23, verse 14. 
And he, the Lord, said to Moses, Did you know God talks? Yeah. Even to unborn-again people, he talks. You may not have the Holy Spirit on the inside of you, but he can speak to you on the outside. So you must learn to try every voice spiritually that you hear. Now, Moses had a deep relationship. He had some experiences. Burning bush, putting his hand in his cloak, coming out leprosy, going back. He had a staff that became a snake. God was proving to him, I am who I say I am. And I will be whoever I need to be and do whatever I need to do to help my people. Okay? So don't you ever think God does not talk. There was no written Bible with Moses. This was all God and Moses talking spiritually. How was he doing? Through the Holy Spirit. Through the word that was coming down. God didn't leave us alone down here in this kingdom of darkness. He's trying to help us all the time. If you'll listen. Sometimes it comes in dreams and visions. But let's keep going. Verse 14. And he the Lord said to Moses. My presence shall go with you. And I will give you rest. So Lucifer was to guard this presence. He knew that Jehovah God, the great I am, that his presence would leave him. It was in all of creation. It was on planet Earth when he got here. It was everywhere. And it would go with those people who were favored. And he knew this. So Lucifer's job was to protect that presence when it was going, to make sure it does not get defiled, nobody touches it, that's dead. It was to protect this presence. And if you had that presence, which Lucifer did in the beginning, you would have rest within you. You wouldn't have any worries. Everything would be given to you, what you needed. You had no thoughts of... You were guided and protected by the presence. It was with you. And that is what Lucifer lost when he lifted up his heart, became prideful and haughty, jealous and full of anger, and became a murderer and wanted to kill and murder God himself so he could take the throne. And he believed that he could have this presence if he killed this God, I guess. Even though he was wise and full of wisdom, he thought he could do that. I don't know what he was going to do with God or the Holy Spirit or the Son. Maybe he was going to jail him somewhere. Maybe he knew. I'm sure he knew about hell. He was going to send him down there and lock him up, I guess. Never let him out. Or maybe he didn't think that far ahead. He just became jealous and envious. Verse 15. And he, Moses, said unto him, The Lord Most High God, if your presence, Lord, goes not with me, then don't take us from here. Moses recognized that the presence of God was vital. It needed to be with you, going with you, always alongside of you. Now, Lucifer had that in heaven. The presence of God is all and permeates all in heaven. But there's rules about it. God didn't. Lucifer knew what they were. You're a servant. That's my presence. That's not yours. You don't have anything I didn't give you. 
And I've even heard that a lot in uh, working with multi-generational Satanists. I'll hear a mother say to her daughter, You owe me everything. I gave you life. And I got the stretch marks to prove it. And that made the child feel obligated. They were only here because of mother. That is an attitude that Satan sort of twisted and perverted. And Satan uses it with his close inner circle of priests and leaders and kings. Verse 16. Because Moses is saying, Sir, if your presence does not go with me, wherein shall it be known that I, Moses, and your people, who are born again spiritual people, your promised children, your family, will have found grace and favor in your sight. If your presence is not with us, then everybody else cannot see that we are your blessed children, we have your grace, your favor, and we are in your sight. You are watching over us, caring for us, and we are related to you. He's saying if your presence does not go with us, then we will not have that recognition and acknowledgement down here in this icky old world on planet Earth. He is saying, it is only in this that you go with us that this will happen, that your presence be with us, showing us your ways, your paths, giving us grace and favor and rest, that the world will know that you are with us and we are your people. So he says, he continues to say, if you don't go with us, this won't happen. You won't be glorified here on earth. You won't have the glory you want if your presence is not with us. So shall we be separated from everybody else, consecrated, different, holy, righteous, born again, spiritual beings, And become your people and your children from all those who are still dead and not back in the family yet, the prodigals, those that are still born without you, still condemned to death, still living in the kingdom of darkness, serving Satan in ignorance. But if you will put your presence and go with us, we will be different from them. They will look at us and see us alive and see all that we know how to go. They will see our rest and they will want you and your presence in their life. And we will shine you out in your presence. And they will want what we have. And we will all be here on the face of the earth. And even the earth itself will know that your presence is with us. Exodus thirty four ten. And he, the Lord, said to Moses, Boy, they're talking a lot. Have you ever had a conversation like this with God? Back and forth? Well, he talked. He's the same Pastor Deborah learned. I saw him talking in the Old Testament to dead spiritual beings. But he talked. He gave dreams and visions. He worked with them. Don't think he can just work with born-again people. He used unsaved, dead spiritual people to help himself, to help the earth, to bring forth life. He was working with dead things, people, and he was bringing forth life. Don't you think God cannot talk to anybody if he wants to? 
And he, the Lord, said unto Moses, Behold, I will make a covenant with you, an agreement, a legal binding agreement before all your people and before all my children. I will do marvel such as not been done in all the earth, nor in any nation or with any people. And all the people among you shall see the work of the Lord. For it is a terrible, a wonderful, glorious, majestic thing that I will do with you, my born-again, spiritually chosen people. But what I learned was Moses just believed. He had a few experiences. He was not born again did not have the Holy Spirit inside. God can work with unsaved people to do marvelous things in the world, heal people. And you go, how could that happen? Because he made a covenant with humanity, and he made a covenant with his people. Now, they're all lost in darkness. They don't know him, but he'll help us. And so he made an agreement that his presence would go with Moses. And in that presence, in that relationship, the people would see wonders they've never seen on the earth before. Mm-hmm. And he would get the glory. So I want to end this part, part number 12 of the kingdom of darkness. We got a lot of pages to work through on the presence of the Lord. But I don't want to go too long. It's very deep. Because we're getting ready to start a new scripture. So this one, we want you to just work through, look them up in your Bible. Think about this, this presence of the Lord that we're learning about in the Old Testament. It's being revealed to us. It was in Lucifer. It was with Lucifer. Lucifer was the guardian and the protector of this. He protected God's presence that could do powerful and wonderful things on the earth. And I bet you, even watch the earth get formed. Because first the spiritual realm was created. I believe that God made the heavens, all the lands of it, the throne room, the high place, all the altars, built the buildings first. Because we learn later, if you build something, they will come. I think he did the building part first. Then he created all the angels in their spot. And everything was created. And I don't know how long they lived up in this unseen realm. Doing whatever they do. But I do believe Lucifer was alive. And he watched God then expand his territory. Because that's what kings do. They expand into new lands. And God created the natural world of the solar systems we call it the big bang and we see it the evidence of it today it's still expanding and we see it in stars and planets and black holes and gases and comets and earth i believe lucifer watched all of that get created and he was still there he wasn't lifted up in pride yet but he was starting to see that and then came the creation of his children that Lucifer was going to have to bow to but they seemed to be less than him and they were going to inherit all that the kingdom of heaven had and he just wasn't going to tolerate that and his heart started changing and he started becoming an adversary of God so I want to end this tape tape number 12 of the kingdom of darkness about the presence of the Lord we'll pick up 
in part 13 and continue with the presence of the Lord. So we'll have a good idea what was with Lucifer, in Lucifer, and what he lost when he fell, what was in humanity when they were first created, what was in the earth when it was first created, the power of the presence of the Lord, and how important it is to study. As we study the kingdom of darkness, because Satan took this pattern of a presence of the Lord, and he created within himself his own presence to be down here on planet earth in the spirit, soul, and physical body of humanity in all of nature and creation and around that atmosphere of air. His presence is here. And so is still the Lord's. So we have war all the time between the two forces. You want to see what that might look like? You go watch the Hobbit movie, The Desolation of Smog, when Gandalf the wizard is gone into this old fortress, Dolgodur, that had a spell of concealment on it, and he breaks it, and he runs into Sauron, the eye, and these two start battling. Gandalf has a staff, and it builds a white dome around him, and Sauron has this dark cloud coming. Both presences are fighting, fighting, fighting and this is what's going on down here both in a human spirit and the atmosphere that it lives in in the spirit realm in the soul in the culture in the nations in the animal kingdom in businesses in sports in the world that's here on the planet earth so we'll learn a lot more about this in the next video part number 13 the presence of the lord see you next time on the kingdom of darkness this is pastor deborah remember you can see all this on the youtube channel of the hidden kingdoms and on the website of www.agapelovesisheer.org and i look forward to you coming back and learning and growing because you can't help others till you first get knowledge and information about yourself your adversaries and the kingdoms that are here on the earth love always and forever bye pastor deborah see you next class thank you for listening and watching this video it is an honor and a pleasure to have you stopped by today and watch this is pastor deborah and i hope you come again and watch many many more videos and learn and grow spiritually and hear how she has helped people spiritually the lord's way for many many years come again watch another one and we welcome you to be a subscriber to the channel to make comments and if you wish to contact pastor deborah please email her at her email address for the ministry at Pastor Deborah at Agape Love is here.org. You can also see these videos on Twitter and on the website in the many different sections that they are put into. Enjoy, and it was once again an honor to have you watch and listen. Thank you, and come again to another video of Agape Love, Love is Here Ministries, a ministry of helping people the Lord's way that Pastor Deborah has been doing for many, many years. Love always and forever, Pastor Deborah.